Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to the 51 Podcast, episode 56. 56, I, yep. think, I think I'm there this week. Um, how are we all doing this week? Um, myself and Alex, back for another week of Call of Duty Madness um, to talk about Cedarville, Birmingham. Um, also to talk about, obviously, the Global Pro League that starts this week as well. A lot of exciting stuff that has happened the past weekend and, obviously, this coming weekend. Um, Alex, how was your weekend? Um, what did you make of Cedarville, Birmingham? Which was a bit um, interesting... It kind of started off a bit shaky and then kind of got there, I think, towards the end. Yeah, I mean, uh, really enjoyed watching what I could of it. Obviously, uh, this weekend was uh, Easter yesterday and uh, pretty big holiday, family holiday. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the logistics of it. But I uh, went out with my family, enjoyed a cookout. It was, it was nice. That's true. I watched Call of Duty uh, and you know, my family and friends. It was, a, it was a good weekend. Really enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit depressed now, if I'm honest, um, because obviously the, the weekend's come to an end. I know it's a really depressing way to start this week. Um, the weekend's come to an end. I go back to work tomorrow, which is really sad because I've had like the best part of three weeks off, um, and this is kind of like the downside to my job, kind of then having to get back into the rhythm of of working, which I know. I should have to, you know, I'm at that age, but it, it sucks. So yeah, but it, uh, it's been a good weekend. Hopefully you've all had a great uh, Easter weekend as well, whatever you've been up to. Um, I know if you're in the UK, you get Monday off as well, because it's like a, what we call a bank holiday. So it's pretty good as well. But um, before we kind of get into the main show, uh, something really, really cool got announced last week uh, that we want to start off by talking about, which is obviously Black Ops 2 uh, getting backwards compatible, if that's even a word, uh, for the Xbox One. Um which a lot of people didn't think was ever going to happen. I think we got it for Black Ops 1 a few months back, and now we've got it for Black Ops 2. Um, yeah. And I believe you're an Xbox player. Are you not? I mean, I've just switched over. <laughs> you just switched to PlayStation just it's as they've announced somewhere. this. Uh, no, but um, I think, yeah, I would have probably played uh, Black Ops 2 yeah. if this one was the case because I still had the disc. Um, but I would have really enjoyed it. Right now, though, if you want to get into what's happening currently there's a lot of people playing it's probably died out a bit I haven't looked at the player numbers again but uh right now there's some hackers coming into black ops 2 and, and they're i mean <laughs> messing around they're they're messing well, around they're fun guys. i think Dr- drifter put out a video saying there is actually input lag if you play on xbox one because yes. I, I believe you play with i believe you play with the xbox 360 players i may i don't i may be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, and I'm pretty um, sure they're all on the same server. I don't think they they created a separate server for um, Xbox One users, effectively. Okay, so yeah, I don't know what's happening in the background here. Some weird shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, but Black Ops Two. If you want to be serious about it, because right now our community, competitive community is like hubs are fun and all. But I really want League play back. Uh, first of all. <laughs> It could happen if you don't care about input lag, which is really big, especially in Call of Duty. Yes, you could play on Xbox One. Um, the an update on that is, I don't really know. Right now, uh, Tommy, we'll just get in a little behind the scenes right now. He's saying Activision looking into bringing back League Play seasons. Uh, that tweet, to me, I don't know. It seems like not even, it just seems like a botted tweet. If you If you could go to that and read it, it just seems like, Oh yes, we were looking into this issue, discussing any issue, not really just that issue. That's what I think. It could, I could be wrong, but uh, it would be nice, you know, just to get some uh, kind of nostalgia back 
for the competitive community. We all love Black Ops 2 League Play. Hell, I did. I, I, I got up to Masters. Um, it was it was a great day. I, I love those days. Um, being in high school as like a freshman playing Black Ops 2 pretty much all the time. Anyways, it's, it's a great time. Yes, I know. But I really don't think, as for the business standpoint, we keep on going to the, back to that. We talk about Black Ops 2. Uh, any of the good past Call of Duties, it's like the big the business standpoint is if they're not going to make any money out of it, they're not going to want to go ahead and do that. Even if it's an easy thing, like yeah, I think it would be easy at least of league play seasons being implemented again. So I don't think it will happen. Yeah, I mean, I looked at some of the numbers that people were screenshotting, and it was like the best part of like 140k playing Black yeah, Ops. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure, like I don't know for sure, obviously, but I'm I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and say. Um, that's probably higher than IW numbers, just purely because a lot of people obviously their opinions towards this game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but still, it's really great that it's become um, available on Xbox One um, because obviously when they announced the whole backwards compatibility thing, um, a lot of people were like, "I hope they do this for Call of Duty." Um, and I think it's it, a lot of people have gone back to playing. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people that kind of don't really have kind of grown out of Call of Duty going back to it and, and doing streams on it, which just shows you how much they love that game, which is really, really great. Um, and if they do bring back back Lee play, I think that's just a bonus because um, I know that at the moment it's a bit like, what is the point in playing um, league play with obviously just being in pre-season permanently? So it means it, it's, it, it is competitive, but at the same time it's not because you're probably going to get one game where you're playing against a really good team and then the next you're going to get playing a, a bunch of noobs, which completely defeats the point of it. So we'll wait and see. But anyway, um, swiftly moving on. Um, obviously, let us know if you've been playing Black Ops 3, uh, Black Ops 2 even, um, and have you been enjoying it? And is there any input lag? Do you notice it? Uh, but moving on to Know the Pro. Um, obviously, last week was an interesting one, to say the least. Um, a lot of people going with Nade Shot. Um, I have to now reveal, I'm very sad to say that you are in fact wrong. There's there In my mind, and probably Alex's as well, There there's two players it could have been, um, with obviously it being a Red Bull headset, and the one from like, 10 years ago it seems like um and th those two players are either nature or enable and if you'd said enable you would be correct um that's who it was um last week there is his beautiful face um for you guys that are watching on stream and on youtube um enable where do we start with this player like what a history he's had like going from halo to call of duty his thumb his championships, one of the only people in esports to have championships across multiple games. Like, th that's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, there's nothing more need to, needs to be said um, about Enable. Obviously, currently playing on phase. Um, obviously, that's who it was last week. But obviously, in terms of this week, um, Alex does know who it is this week, so I can't tease him and get him to kind of guess who it is. But this week's clue is this. Which, if you've seen this photo, is probably going to be quite easy. Um, but if you haven't, then it might be a bit interesting. So I want, I want to see what happens. Sleepy is always right. Yes, you are right, Jimmy. Um, for whatever reason, Sleepy has like a, a magical power of always being able to guess the pro. I'm pretty sure he'll guess this one this week. Um, Alex, has, has, has the picture come on stream for you yet? Yeah, I can... Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. It, it might be because it's just zoomed in all the way. The only comment I can make on this picture without giving away the person, because it's kind of unfair, uh, <laughs> is like, this hoodie is so weird. I'd love to see it zoomed out. I can't wait for next week. 
I don't know. Ooh, okay. That's it. That's quite interesting what you just said. But yeah, this is your clue for this week. Um, obviously, we'll come back to it later in the show. Um, and obviously, uh, I'll try and give you guys a clue. Let us know who you think it is. Um, Sleepy has gone. Um, hello, lol. I guess right. Marky B. So there's Sleepy's <laughs> guess. So if, if Sleepy, you think, always gets it right, go along with him. Um, for you guys watching on iTunes... Uh, the best clue I can give you he, he's wearing um, what looks like a hood he's white he has brown hair um, thick eyelash uh, eyebrows <laughs> if that's going to help in any way thick eyelashes I'd love to see that <laughs> man can you imagine just like coming up like out of his eyes but um that is this week's know the pro obviously let us know what you think in the comments if you're watching on youtube as well or you can tweet us as always uh we'd love to know what you guys think but swiftly moving on um to the main portion of this week's show um obviously serial birmingham happened this weekend just yesterday um i actually uh was at the event kinda on friday i was it because insomnia a lot of people don't, i don't think realize how big it is like call of duty was just like a small kind of portion of the the whole insomnia um show if you will um and there, there's all sorts of different things going on there's like a twitch stage where there was like a csgo finals going on um there was B byoc which is bring your own computer which is like the vast majority of the expo um and just the event and then there is the expo hall which has like all your favorite brands uh where they basically try to sell you stuff um and give away stuff etc um and then yeah call of duty was uh unluckily um situated in between the twitch stage and the byoc now the reason i say unluckily is because there was some issues um with the event at the very start regarding cronus maxes um because they were meant to be there obviously for friday for matches so there was no there was no bluetooth interference they could play without a lag as well um but what had happened and i don't know um when or if you actually found about out about this alex um is they got stuck in customs so they'd obviously come over from i presume america and got stuck in customs and were not allowed through um and i i believe they never actually made it to the event so <laughs> oh man um wow okay i mean i knew about this but i thought they got him at some point because i didn't watch much of the last day which is the most important one of that uh, obviously being sunday but like uh wow okay no Carnus maxes at least i think the players definitely bring some and there is I'm but really... this is this was what was unfair because what i found out then was um I, I think i think they made the rule that okay we haven't got them we're gonna make the rule that no one can play on Cronus because obviously otherwise it'd be oh, unfair okay. but then people were then like well what are they gonna do if i do play on Cronus? uh which people did and they ended up not doing anything so then we ended up having <laughs> matches where some people were using it and some people weren't which causes even more problems and so on and so forth um so yeah it just just kind of it, it kind of snowballed into a bigger problem um and obviously it kind of meant that the whole schedule ended up going back a lot further um on sunday the they didn't finish till gone midnight uk time which is probably perfect yeah. for if you're in america because it's like 7 p.m eastern so yeah. in a way it's perfect for you guys but like for the players i kind of feel sorry um because obviously the last thing you're going to want to do um, is play that late into the night. And yeah, and it, it ended up happening because of the issues. Um, I, I mean, uh, 
how much do you think this played into the the results because obviously it mainly i think affected the first couple of days because that's when you had the majority of the matches um but do you really think there, there would have been a, a change in results had we had the chronos maxes um i mean the only weird thing to me is what happened in the finals we'll get to that but like if anything, I don't think it, that could have been that bad. This change could have been that bad, and I'll get into it. Uh, Epsilon 3-0'd Splice two times in a row um, to win the championship. I don't think it would that would have been a big thing. Maybe both of them were using Chronos Maxes. I doubt those two teams that are like you know high-end, you have Josh's team, he, he's going to let those players know you need to bring your Chronos Max. I don't know. what I, 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 I have no idea. But um, I think it did have to kind of affect it. Like, yeah, there has to be something. Yeah. At least a little bit. Well, there has to be a little Well, this is the thing. Someone. Like you say, because I, for anyone that doesn't know, obviously Epson ended up winning the event, took it, taking home 20K. Um, they played Splice in the winner's bracket final, lost 3-2, albeit that's quite close, but then played yeah. in the grand finals where you would, you, would, you would argue, well, Splice already have an advantage of having uh, a best of five in their pocket. Um, but not only that, they have the advantage of obviously knowing they've already beat the, this team and have the capabilities of beating them again. Um, and then they go and get 3-0'd twice, which you would argue is the side they're playing on because is it, this has happened in the past in Call of Duty, especially in Europe, where there's been this magical side of, of the stage that, yes. ha- that has worked wonders um and uh, i saw a few people tweeting about it um i don't know to the full extent how because it like there's no real way of like like <laughs> like actually sitting down and doing the numbers and like working out kind of oh well this side clearly had something wrong with it um but at the same time it, it it's a bit strange but in saying that two three o's like that that's quite yeah. that's quite a, a statement to say the least um and i wouldn't be surprised like i i never saw i looked quite thoroughly um i can't be sh- for sure like uh certain that the the chronicles didn't turn up but I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't turn up um but at the same time i would have thought like there would be enough people that brought chronuses to kind of lend to the players that because there'd only be eight, yeah. eight players playing in the final um so realistically they uh, they i presume we're playing on chronuses but I don't know because I wasn't there on Sunday. So I can't be for sure. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It's all been said and done. There was no um, have, there was no real tweets coming out from Splice saying like, oh, we just got BS'd. We played on the... Yeah, the right. Side. I, mean, so, I feel like I would have seen that. Exactly. Like yeah. someone like Bance or Madcat or someone would have tweeted out saying, you know, we've just been shafted because... But they didn't. So, which which makes you think it was fair and square. You could see, like, in, in when Epson won, you could see like the devastation in the likes of Bants. He like had his hands, uh, he had his head in his hands, like in his chair. Um, so, from that standpoint, I don't think you can really argue about it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, yeah, I, I think it is maybe all even. I don't think that they would have definitely tweeted as we said. So I, I feel like it's still a viable event to go off of and we'll we'll be going off it and the future topics to just talk about the serial land league as we get into the actual event but uh yeah yeah so uh, following on from that another interesting story <laughs> this is what i mean by there's been kind of a lot of interesting stuff that happened um the the trophy 
got stolen slash went missing. Um, I turned up on Friday, um, and then I, I don't know. I can't even remember who I spoke to. Uh, and they're like, the trophy's gone missing. And then I was like, that can't be right. They must have just like misplaced it, or it's just like a rumor. But then DeSoto tweet out and make an article, and I'm like, well, hang on a minute, like it's it's got to be legitimate. Um, and then someone said to me like, oh, apparently they have like a couple of spare, which was a bit bizarre. Um, but basically, what ended up happening is they the trophy got stolen, presumably because you you don't just misplace a trophy, do you? Like as I, I mean. It, <laughs> I look at it kind of two ways. It's like, okay, could it could it be misplaced? But at the same time, like, more likelihood is it got stolen. Um, with it, you know, it's it's a trophy. People are going to see it. It's not the greatest of cities, which we talked about last week. Um, and it's a big <laughs> gaming event. Like these things happen. People get stuff stolen. Um, now at the same time, I don't think that so- that trophy can be sold on eBay eBay for a lot, because who realistically is going to buy it? Like. I mean, yeah, it was just quite quite amusing um, to hear that it'd been um, stolen. What are your thoughts on that? Like, just like, heard, the f- first time it's ever happened, it feels like. I heard it. Um, I was watching the stream, actually. And it's just like, uh, it's in the morning for me, obviously. Pretty much just started up. First couple of matches. And then they, they say, yeah, the trophy's gone missing. <laughs> and I see the shot. And then to me, I'm thinking like, oh, here's the shot of the trophy. Maybe it's back. <laughs> it, it isn't. I, I go on Twitter. I go on Reddit. Like, everyone's talking about it. So, uh, yeah, it's just really funny. I think it kind of sucks for them. I'm not saying that I, it's, uh, it's a joke or anything, but that's what happens as we talked about. You, you let it, uh, let an event like this happen um, and a place like that. I don't know how bad it is, but you're saying it's pretty bad. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's going to get stolen with so many people. But the even crazier thing that you didn't bring up is that that event has a lot of people. I, I don't know how, how much it had to be on the side, but it had to be enough. Enough to be like, whoa, hey, that guy stole the trophy. What, what's <laughs> well, that big... What's well, that... Then, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. on his book bag. <laughs> this, this is the thing. It, it happened before uh, any games even started. Because... Um, so we, we got oh, there. Okay, we, got yeah. there, we got there nice and early. We got there pretty much opening. We were like the second wave of, of people to get into the venue. Um, and we because we couldn't we couldn't like basically we kind of we 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 didn't have wristbands to get into byoc we had to wait for our team to then get us in doesn't really matter so we went over to the call of duty section um and nothing had kicked off there was people there um but they were just like warming up getting ready and it it was then that someone said it so it, it obviously happened like maybe while they were like i i don't know like because there was barely anyone in the venue so I I don't know if like they just kind of they got it out and left it somewhere like I'm Someone. sure surely they know where they last had it like that's what I don't get like so and just to answer Sleepy's question I'm not drinking tea no it's just a, <laughs> it's a stereotypical stereotypical thing but I'm not drinking it, no. <laughs> I might be drinking soda actually I'm drinking water but that's a stereotypical <laughs> thing for American anyway anyway okay so the person I'm just, the person had to be there, like the first people there were just camping out. They're like, I'm going to go in there. Like- I'm going to steal the most expensive thing I can find, and I'm going to get the hell out. <laughs> That's what happened. They paid £25 for a ticket just to like go in and steal the CWL trophy. <laughs> it's like Cluedo. It's like it was it was Mr. X with the CWL trophy in the CWL stage. Like, 
it's it's the dumbest thing like uh, as i say it's not worth anything it like you can't really put a, a price on it like no one's gonna buy it and if it does yeah. co- if it does come up on like ebay for example like they're straight away gonna get like tweeted to activision who are then gonna like hunt this person down um because let's, let's not forget like back in the day activision in terms of like call of duty content on youtube were like really like um stamping down on people uh posting gameplay and stuff that shouldn't be there so um i wouldn't be surprised like i feel like this story is going to come up in the news in a a few weeks time i feel like this isn't the end um and we will find out what's happened to this beloved trophy that epson did not get um i I just feel sorry for them you know that's all they wanted They, they don't care about the 20k check they just want the trophy um so but anyway moving on so um other than the Cronus Max and the tr- trophy, which all happened before the event even started, which just, that's why I mean, it kind of started off a bit shaky and then got better. Um, in terms of attendance, there was 42 teams roughly that attended this event, uh, which, I don't know, I, I kind of looked at it and was a bit like, eh, I w- wish a few more teams would have turned out. Um, we have to remember it is 18 plus, uh, that hasn't gone away, um, but it's 50k. Should there be yeah, more teams but... for a 50k event? I mean, Call of Duty competitive in Europe is pretty popular, but it isn't as popular as NA. Like, let's be honest. No, uh, no, no, no. But it is. But what do you mean? Uh, no, no, you're right. Like, of course it's not. But like, still, like, you put on a 50k event, which is is the exactly. big. It's like other than like the Gfinity Summer Masters back in like AW, where it's 100k, is like like probably the biggest event we've had in in the UK. So if that's the case, it's 50k, half of that, and uh, Call of Duty's kind of died down, and at least, like, public, I think, exception of the game, it just, and it's a UK event, dude, like, they're not, not much people are going to bring it up, exactly, it's 50k, UK event, they're going to be an open bracket, I don't know, it's kind of in a bad neighborhood. You, you, a lot of things I can see. Well, people aren't getting like stabbed, but it's just like no, not, it's not the prettiest yeah, place I, in the world I, to go. I'm just trying to throw stuff out there. I know. Yeah. You're just trying to shit on Birmingham. It's all right. I, I get <laughs> it. Um but I think one of the reasons that potentially there weren't more people is because there was actually I believe gamers assembly going on as well, which is a French event. And there was like like mm. twenty teams that attended that. So you kind of combine the two, you get roughly to 70, which is like the number they were trying to reach. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, but overall, yeah. still, we it doesn't really matter. Like, because let's be honest, the, if there was another 30 teams, they would just be making up the numbers anyway. Uh, to be honest, like, because we had the main teams there. We had the kind of the, the, then the second tier of teams that are trying to um, obviously uh, fight for that relegation spot. Um so that's all that really matters. Like any other teams that attended, they would purely be making up the numbers. They wouldn't be really relevant. They'd probably go out in the open bracket. We would never even hear about them. So um, it doesn't really matter. But either way, um, last question in regards to that. Um, do you think NA should have been invited or at least given the opportunity to attend? Um, You know, man, like I like international competition, but when we're just about to have a world league, for the first time on land, of course. Uh, I feel like you just kind of give people a break, especially NA. Like they, they need to kind of get ready for the World League. Maybe if it was over and it's at the end of the year, I don't know. Obviously, Kyle Champs is around there, but, you know, just give them the shot if they really do have, like, a big break. But you kind of want to give Europe a chance to at least show what they can do against each other. 
I don't know. Yeah, we did it talk about it. It, it. it was quite nice it being EU only because we talked about last yeah. week how obviously like this is the first time since the roster changes following Atlanta or whatever it was uh, that they, they've all just been purely by themselves, um, which is quite interesting. Um, Jimmy says, um, who do you think are the top six teams in order? I presume that's regarding EU. Um, which is quite interesting. I think we'll definitely talk about that after we've kind of gone through the results, which we'll, we'll roll into now, um, because it, it was obviously Epsilon that came away with the victory. No one expected it. We both said that Splice would stomp the competition, yeah. which, in all fairness to them, other than Epsilon, they did. Like, you can't discredit them in that sense. Like, um, in, in terms of their the placement, it was second. Um, they won their pool. They won and got through to the grand final first. It's just obviously that grand final um, that we, we... It's really unexplainable how you go from winning 3-2 to losing two best of fives without winning a map. Um, but either way, it happened. Um, and obviously, that's why they got second. And it's now made, I think, a lot of people think, like, well, hang on a minute. What are Epsilon going to do in... Uh, the Global Pro League, which we'll obviously talk about when we get onto that as well. So, um, but in in terms of uh, other results, obviously, so Splice coming second with Epson first, followed by Fnatic, who had a really good run actually in the losers. They went out early to uh, Splice in the winners fight, winners first round, not final. Um, and then they made like a really good run against like Fab, Millennium, Red Reserve, um, teams that are in the in the Global Pro League, um, and ended up finishing third. And it goes back to what we've been saying about how this team is just getting better and better and gaining experience. Um, and chemistry's gotta be like an all time high at the moment. You've got two twins, you've then got Tommy and uh, and Sunny B, which um I think creates a a really nice roster. Um and then going down the order, I mean, what what did you make of Red Reserve's finish? Um, they they placed top six, but coming into this, they had the number two seed in terms of pro points. Um, they beat Millennium, which is a good win, and then getting through one by Epsilon. It's further on. That was a, that was a big win for Epsilon, I think. Uh, but further on, they go up against Fnatic and get three two'd by them. I mean, like, in terms of them being the second in pro points, they should be doing better. I mean, that's just the rankings that we're using, and obviously they aren't that good. But, like, you know, they, they should be doing a bit better, not discrediting them at all. But losing a game five, it happens, you know. But uh, they could improve. Um, I don't think I have them. We're not going to talk about them much in, when we talk about the CWL. No, they're, so, they're, I don't think they're this week. Um, they're, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but obviously we'll talk more about them. But, like, I don't think – I to give my kind of two cents, I don't think it was too, uh, like, unpredictable where they placed, considering that um, I think they got – I don't want to say lucky, but I think the, the probots they had um, – came from obviously like previous rosters mainly and now they've come together from different rosters like you've got Shawnee, mm-hmm. Niall uh, and then obviously you've got Urban and Joe um, and yeah they're they, all good players sorry but um, they just cutting them out except for some of them I don't know much about yeah so you've just cut them all out from the individual rosters and kind of yeah. glued them all together um, so well. it's not surprising yeah. I mean they did they did lose to Fnatic who obviously ended up placing third so it's not the worst thing um, and then obviously, uh, in terms of their pool play performance, it was good except losing to Elevate, um, which was a 
bit of a shame because again they had they had the number one seed. Um, it was interesting actually because e- Elevate and Epsilon, the number fifth and sixth seeds, both beat their higher seed, which was quite interesting. Um, and obviously, um, they went on to do all right obviously Epson winning the tournament elevate placing top six um which is another thing like all the teams that qualified for uh the global pro league um obviously ended up uh placing in the the top six which was quite good to see as well yeah um and just to end off talking about red reserve elevate beat them in pool d and they play each other in i believe group green so that's kind of like a knowledge if you guys want to remember that people listening. So yeah, the matchup happened. Elevate one. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. You go move on. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that pretty much sums up everything. Um, like there's no real other than Epson, there, there was no real big upsets. Like if you look at it, like. If you take Epson out of the equation, everything was quite normal. Fnatic placing top three. You know they they've been they've been progressing they've been getting better that's not surprising at all um and obviously as we mentioned the the, the teams that have qualified for the global pro league that top six teams place top six no one outside of the teams that qualified placed in the top six um which i think just confirms that these are the top teams in europe um like there's no debating that whatsoever um yeah so i mean it, it, it's good in a way that this happened just to kind of prove that um but obviously Epsilon um, going into it more, more is it's an interesting one because obviously their their Achilles heel was their hard point. Uh, very clear, they 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 admitted it themselves that hard point they're gonna potentially lose. Um, they're just gonna have to make up for it in search and just and the uplink, which they did. Um, to to give you some statistics, in hard point they went seven and five in terms of win loss, and then uplink they went nine and zero. Oh. They didn't lose a single uplink, um, and search they went nine and one, only losing I think to um, splice in the winners final, which is just incredible numbers. Like obviously Hardpoint, they've still won more than they've lost. But then you back that up with the search and uplink, you can see why this team um, was like on incredible form. And the worrying thing is, if this team uh, now fixes their Hardpoint, like where 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 is the end for them? Like they're they're just gonna go get better and better, um, and this will give them obviously a lot of confidence. So. Yeah, um, just like I don't know, it's crazy that that team. We looked at them, at least I did, and I saw and them. I said, "Oh, okay, they have Josh as a leader, three good players. Um, they could they could do some good things." But to make these stats happen, as we just talked about, seventy five and hard point, nine one S and D, nine zero and uplink, it's just crazy. And even furthermore, is three owing Splice, the top slaying team, the yeah. top team in general. The, 6-0 basically in total and i mean like, like i i just remember the this the second best of five after losing 3-0 the hard point was really really close um and it realistically either team could have won it like the last hill it was back and forth contested and then eventually epson got the break they were one point away so they it was obviously in favor of them um but like after that if you're splice you've got to be like like so frustrated 
yeah i just think like it thinking has like what you gotta like not only be frustrated that like you haven't won a map in this grand final yet but also like how have you gone from winning in the grand finals to doing this yeah um i don't know it definitely was nerves we were talking about it before we we went live and it, it has to be something other than skill it has to be i i, I don't think i'm gonna discredit splice and say like oh epsilon's the most the number one team in europe even though uh the only time splice the oregon general has ever won a land event uh they've, they've had some great placings but it was only gfinity summer masters right last year that's the only time what were we on about sorry so the only event splice the org has won call of duty competitive with a european roster was um was gfinity summer masters last year right some uh some, i know um, i know what you're on about um it was like right when i went away i'm pretty sure they did win that yeah yeah so that was the only event they ever won it was back I... in july when i went away it was like yeah i'm pretty sure you're right it, it, logically with the caliber of t it would either be them or millennium back then. yeah and and it didn't like splice every single time you, you think oh this is the time they're gonna do it at college champs at summer masters and here and with some different players it's just not the case yeah. so i don't but know the, if they had to be the, their nerves man the interesting thing about epsilon is it's like it's three former former players play against their ex-organization because yes, hawkey yeah. vortex and josh were obviously all under that organization for stage one last year um and then they obviously come together with dave who was probably the mvp from the entire event uh, just especially if you look at how well he played in the grand finals when it actually matters um putting up ridiculous numbers in terms of slaying and, and clutch two pieces um so it, it was just like it just all came together and, and 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 i think josh is a massive factor there's like this kind of buzz uh saying at the moment of like unlocking talent and josh certainly knows how to do it He's kind of similar to Aches, who we who we've seen, you know, unlock talent in terms of um, Lacefield and Assault. Um, and Josh has done the same here. He did it last year as well. Let's not forget he he took players that we we'd never really heard of too much, like Hawkey and Vortex um, and Bance, who was kind of still an up and coming player, to Stage One uh, playoffs last year in the CWL for Europe, um, and they placed um, it, they came second to Millennium. Like nobody saw that happening. Absolutely nobody. They were expected to be be beaten by Epson, be beaten by Infused, um, and it didn't obviously happen. And then they make changes. They bring obviously Rated and Joan to the roster, who were formerly on Epsilon, um, and they just go upwards. Um, and he's done a similar thing to now. You know, we have to remember he left Splice. I think it was his choice to leave. He didn't get you know dropped out, um, and I think he's used that as fuel to like come back and say well you know i'm gonna pick up these players and we're gonna like do something and they have um so i think he has probably got such an incredible feeling right now like it must yeah. feel so good to like you know walk away and like think i need to do this and then pick up like ex-teammates and then beat his former organization in in the in the style he did it was just like it couldn't have gone any better like that's like that's what you dream about like 3 0 double in the grand finals um and looking dominant in search and uplink yeah and looking at it historically i'm not going to go into detail but it hasn't happened much that uh much that the team 
coming into the finals. I don't think bracket. you don't think it's ever happened. I, I feel like it has. I, I, the, the team, the team come from losers bracket. Yes, has won, but not in the style that Epson. No one's ever done it and won two, three. Well, actually, I say that potentially they have, but not not off the record. Um, and won two best of fives, three zero. Yeah. Um. Might have been complexity or something like that. that that's <laughs> done it. I think that's why I'm just saying, like, yeah. Probably. But it's very few teams. It's so yes, hard exactly. to do, considering that, especially because they were the team from the grand final, and they know they in the back of their heads that they've been beaten by this team already. So to do that is ridiculous. And um, on the flip side, answering what Sleepy thinks, what what does this say about Splice? Um, they're still up there easily uh, as a top two team, like easily. Um. I think they, I don't, I think it's a combination of Epsilon stepping up massively in search and uplink, which showed with their, their record, um, and Splice slightly under, un, underperforming. I saw Zero um, more times than often um, at the bottom of the leaderboard, which is un, unusual. It's normally the likes of him and Bance that are bringing the slaying power. Um, so I, I think that they, they have room to improve, um, but... It's got to be frustrating. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, they still came second. That's still a really good placement. And like we said, other than Epson, they they, they would have won the event. Um, it's just a shame that what happened happened because it, it's just it must be so frustrating from the side of Splice to beat them in the grand finals and then not to even take a map off them in um, the grand finals. So, yeah, Jerd played really well. Um, even in the grand finals, Jerd was still putting up good numbers and trying to kind of keep his team in it. Um, but Jed's always kind of, I think, being like that, very naturally um, talented in terms of gun skill. Um, so, yeah. But what does this say overall? I mean, Epson have definitely gone up in people's estimations. Let's not forget this team qualified last into the Global Pro League. Um, where do they sit now? In going back to Sleepy's question regarding, or, or Jimmy's que uh, uh, question, either, uh, regarding... Uh, teams and like the the order i think like the way i look at it it's like i think your top two teams have got to be splice and epsilon and then it'll go something like millennium and fanatic followed by elevate and red reserve what do you reckon the top two teams right now well, well i, I kind of put I, pu I put them in brackets so i put splice and epsilon at the top then followed by Fnatic and Millennium, followed by um, Red Reserve and Elevate. Yeah, and, and you know what, man? I think that just goes to show who won the roster changes or roster mania, if you want to call that. Yeah. I think those four teams were the ones that because, did and they put it at this event. Well, yeah, exactly. Like Splice before the roster change were a bit like, they're not quite where they were last year. They made the roster change and they definitely improved. Epsilon... This roster completely changed. I think the only person that stayed on this roster was. I th uh, I'm not actually sure. Actually, obviously, I I, th I think the only person that left was Desire actually from Epsilon. Yeah, it was a Desire. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, great event. I think it was good. Sleepy says in terms of his top six: Splice, Epsilon, Fnatic, Red Reserve, Elevate. Where are you put Millennium? Let's not forget Millennium. I think he did a typo there. Maybe he put it at the bottom. <laughs> like, I don't know. Where, if you just forgot about Millennium, like let's not forget Millennium is still a solid team. You know, you got the experience in. They got so much experience in that team. You got That's... you got Marky B, PT, 
and Moose, three of the longest playing European players, and then Nolson, who who is a certain talent. Um, that's interesting. <laughs> oh yes, Mel. Where are you putting them though, Sleepy? Come on. Okay. Okay. Before well, Fnatic. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's about right. They're, they're certainly not like on. I think Splice and Epsilon's level. But the thing is, like, are Epsilon going to continue this? Like, are they going to be able to kind of re-perform this way? They're kind of like the E United of North America in a way. They've come from sixth. Like, we're not even content. Like, considering them for placing um, in the uh, in the grand final or anywhere near it to all of a sudden winning an event. Um, and I think the, the Global Pro League is going to be very interesting. Uh, it's kind of, in a way, make or break for them because we talked about earlier how their pool has got like the likes of, I think, Phase and Rise in it, which is very difficult because of their seed. So it's sure going to be interesting. You're talking about Millennium? Who are you talking about? Uh, Epsilon. Like, in terms of, like, are, 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 is... are they going to be able to repeat this performance? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but I'm just saying the group, you, you got it wrong. Is LG, United, and Millennium. Oh. My bad. Who am I thinking of then? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of another <laughs> European team. Fanatic, probably. Okay, fair enough. Either way, it's gonna be a massive test. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Um moving on though, in terms of other teams, obviously we talked about Splice, how they crumbled in the grand finals. Um they they'll use that as motivation. Um they'll 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 know that they're they're not solidified as at the top, which I think will help them. Um and it's it let's be honest, it's better to lose at an event like this, which in the grand scheme of things, they've already qualified. Doesn't really mean a lot than to lose and get like slaughtered in the in the global pro league. So hopefully that's kind of a kick up the arse for them. Um, we talked about Fnatic's impressive run. They beat Fab, Supremacy, Red Reserve, Millennium to place top three, which was by far the best run in the losers bracket. Um, and obviously we talked as well about the the top six teams in the global pro league actually placing top six which obviously just creates that bit of consistency in terms of the european teams um now if we turn our heads to the global pro league itself um obviously week one starts this week um i'm very excited um but at the same time uh, a bit kind of I, I i want it to be like a proper league like we saw last year um with each team playing each other but obviously that's not happening um with the formatting obviously there's groups and they'll play each other twice um alex in terms of week one what are what are you expecting to happen because the the teams in question are obviously envy cloud nine splice and mind freak um right now if we're just going off of all the performances they've had it's going to be even more of an interesting pool i think I mean, we thought that it would be, I think we both predicted uh, Envy and Splice coming out on top, obviously Envy first, uh, Splice second. And um, with Splice's performance at Birmingham, Cedar Hill, Birmingham, I don't know if we're going to have them even, uh, it's just kind of crazy, man. I'll, I'll go into this specifically with Splice, sorry to keep on talking about European teams, but uh, they just come off of this loss, 6-0 to Epsilon, in total of two series. and they're going to have to go right back to work because it happens this week, right? It happens this week. So they're going to need to get their, their shit back together. And they're one of those teams that needed this event to see their flaws. And I think they're going to see it. Um, if they go back and look and even remember what happened between Epsilon and, and it's just majority, like you lost your nerves. Let's say they go up against Envy and they lose to them once and they, they face them again. Like they're going to be 
frustrated. You have Bance as a leader. I like Bance, but he seems like a pretty quiet guy. He 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 looks nice and all, but guy doesn't do. He does interviews. He's pretty funny. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a leader to me. And I know that we're all thinking that, like, oh, you don't really know what a leader is. It's a video game. He has the knowledge. They have the knowledge. They're fine. They don't need that. But I think it, it's shown from time and time again with Bance. We, we talked maybe about this, didn't we? Like, he's, he's, he's only kind of been in the game, well, like, if at the top level for a year. Um, you know, this time last year, he just placed at stage one finals and obviously came second with splice um but like black ops 3 was his mark like that's where he made a name for himself through that season um and i think what helped him was having josh there who'd played in every scenario possible had had the experience he was the team that beat optic when they came over for like um whatever it was event like egl8 or something um like there was nothing that phased this character um and obviously him and Bance develops a partnership. They were like a duo ship. Um, and now he's lost that duo ship. It's, and we talked about this. It's like, yeah, you're bringing, you're bringing Trey on or zero and you're bringing that slaying power, but who is, who's picking up the comms? Who's picking up that communication? Um, and that well could have been factored into their, their defeat in the grand finals. Uh, even to getting like, sorry to cut you off, but even getting more sp- specific with the team and the players further than zero and uh, Bance, you have Druid. And you know that guy, he calls out, but he's really quiet. Like, he's not a loud speaker. He's chill. He's calm. He's not going to be the type for to be a leader. But, I mean, like, if you're going to have – you're not going to – your best player in those situations isn't that loud guy that's going to tell you, yo, calm down. We've got this. Calm, cool, collected. Like, whatever the hell. Nate shot shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, he's just not going to bring that. And you have Mad Cat and – He's a character in himself. I don't know, man. It's just uh, the whole entire thing with that team right now in terms of uh, their confidence and their nerds in, in big games. Yeah, and I mean, it, it really does. This pool really does come down. I'm going to put this graphic up for you guys so you can see the the, uh, the talent who are there as well. Um, it, it really does kind of come down to um, who exactly is uh, going to win out of Envy and splice because in, yeah. my, in my mind like it, it, it's a two-horse race um cloud nine they showed the potential they they had an okayish p- placing um back at uh cdl dallas where i think they placed like top eight or top six i want to say um but mind freak is kind of like i think everyone have just kind of counted them out rightfully so um we've seen them on the international stage you can't deny the fact that um they've been struggling um they'll 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 fight i think for just getting third if they can like beat Cloud9, um, they'll be happy because that means they're not at the relegation tournament. Um, I, th- I saw a, a bit of conversation go back and forth between uh, Jimmy and uh, Sleepy about uh, placings, and they're kind of like opposites. One thinks Envy will come first and Splice second. Other thinks Splice will come first, Envy second. Um, who do you think will come first or second? Because I, I, I kind of get what Sleepy's saying about like, if if Splice can improve their S&D, which wasn't necessarily their flaw, but they did drop some S&Ds to teams that they probably shouldn't have been dropping them to, um, and, and Uplink as well, because I think in Hardpoint, they, they have it down, considering the slaying power they've got. Um, so who do you think is going to win out of the battle for kind of first, if you will, and getting that number one seed? 
to be honest, uh, I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, I have not watched much of MBS's scrims. Um, that team, though, there's any time right now that, uh, let's say, Slasher wants to get competitive. I watched some, but like I, not enough to just give you guys a concise opinion, actually. But uh, if there's a time for them to go hard, I think it's now. I don't know if they've, they've practiced enough. Uh, I don't know if they're good enough. Um, I think that team has a lot of natural talent, though. Do you know what's interesting? This so. this pool is a is a rematch of uh, the grand finals oh, at Cod XP. Yeah, you're right. It's that like was, all over really... again. It's Envy yeah. versus Splice, and yeah, it's for the number yeah. one seed. It's like it's meant to be. And and what what would be the bet or the odds on them being in the final this year at Cod XP? Will Envy beat the curse of teams that win X XP and then just kind of deteriorate and blow up? Um, that's, I think, is quite an interesting storyline as well. The fact that they're in the same pool. Um, I think it's... You know, because so far, Splice have had the better of them. You know, they, they've outplaced right, them. Yeah. Like, at Dallas, they outplaced them. I'm not sure about Atlanta. Um, but they've probably got a, fami- a, a kind of similar placing. Um, so, but it's going to be really interesting either way. Um, I, I, I think if, if you're... If you're not thinking what we're thinking in terms of Envy and Splice, I, I can't understand the why, considering how kind of Cloud9 have performed. Yes, I know people have argued they got better uh, over the last couple of events, but they're still, I don't think, on the level of Splice and Envy, and Mindfreak as well are on a completely different planet as far as it goes in terms of that as well. Um, but on the screen, as you can see, in terms of talent, I think what's interesting about this is they're bringing in a pro player each week um, for analysis, and this week oh, is going to be yeah. Karma which is yes. really, really interesting. Um, and then obviously in terms of talent, you've got all the usuals there, Maven, Puckett, Courage, uh, Mr. X, Benson there. You've got Merc and TP there and Momo there as well, which is really, really awesome. Um, and yeah, it should, should be really good. Um, I believe it's open to uh, spectators. I wouldn't be surprised if it's near enough sold out because um, it'd be a pretty good weekend watching Call of Duty Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I think there's like four games each day as well um so and obviously they as we mentioned before they each play each other twice so envy and splice are going to go up against each other twice to determine uh who wins what what, what i'm kind of intrigued about is like what's going to happen in the event of a tie because i could genuinely see that because it's not like normal pool play where they play each other once because they're playing each other twice i can genuinely see the potential of a tie happening because i think i think i I think I think Envy and Splice, here are my predictions, will 3-0 Mind Freak. And then they'll both like 3-1 Cloud9. And then I could honestly see like one series going Envy's favor and the other going like Splices and it being like the same. And then like, how do you decide it? Do you do like a... I don't, a do you do I, another best of five? Do you like... Do you like... I, I mean, I it, think it, so. the odds of it happening are very slim. Um, Especially with uh, two matches happening between each team. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Two matches per team against each other. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do definitely it. agree with Jimmy, though. I think the bottom two is kind of already written. Um, yeah. I think, like, I mean, C9 are that kind of dark horse. They have the potential. And they should try and capitalize on the fact that Splice um, have just been kind of pooped on in the grand finals. Um, yeah. If they can, if Aix can get kind of get in their head, which I think there's the potential to do with players like Bantz and, and Jerd, um, then yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's just said they, they should do rock, paper, scissors. 
in terms of splice and envy if they are tied. I think that'd be quite funny. That'd be a very dramatic rock, paper, scissors. But then again, do you do best of one, best of three, best of five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's written into the rules? The, all all ties will be decided by rock, paper, scissors. And the captains will do it. Like, it'd be so funny. But I think it's going to be a really good week. And obviously, the, the amazing thing about the way they're doing this is we have effectively four LAN events over the next four weeks because obviously we have a different pool each week. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, different pro analysis, which is really, really cool. Probably the same talent near enough each week as well. Um, so yeah, it's going to be really, really good. Um, or flip a coin. <laughs> I don't know which one would be more dramatic, flipping a coin or rock, paper, scissors. I'd probably say flipping a coin, just the suspense as it tumbles. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really good. Obviously, um, there's not really too much to go into it. Um, uh, it. It's a bit different because obviously it's not like the Pro League where we've got set matches that we can talk about because all teams are going to play each other. Um, and I think it's an interesting pull, but at the same time, like what... Um, uh, Jimmy said in in the chat, it, the, the bottom two are kind of already written. C9 have, I think, a slim chance of um, outplacing, but they'll know as well that if they place third, they'll still qualify um, or uh, at least retain their spot for stage two, which means they're guaranteed to be a COD champs, which is the overall uh, aim. So, And I'm with Sleepy. I'm going with Splice just because I'm EU. Alex, you have to go with Envy. and then we'll. I was going to go with them anyway, we'll, man. We'll, we'll report next week. About who ends up winning and who's got the just, bragging rights. Yeah, just to end off this, I think that uh, calling off the COD champs, it's the same team, same exact team. It's a different game, pretty different. Not that different, though. Uh, but uh, just to say that they would lose to Splice two times or whatever the case may be because I, I think they would have that would have to happen because i don't see them losing the cloud nine or mind freak i'm just going off of my own knowledge i feel like they're, they're really good uh they're a really good team they're probably good in snd as i've seen um i think sleepy mentioned before on the chat i'm just gonna go with envy i definitely do see how it could happen it's an interesting pool as we've discussed but uh i'm gonna go with envy on top splice second cloud nine third mind freak but cloud nine can definitely show up uh yeah don't yeah we're, we're, we're not like I, I think mind freak if mind freak don't come forth like what does that say about call of duty like i'll just be like i'll be like what, what is they've happening been, they've been there for a while i think they're there well they're for sure they're right now practicing yeah that is true they are certainly not kind of dossing about and just like making up the numbers you know they're they're going to be out there I think they, they said if they qualify for if they stay don't get in, uh, relegated they will stay out there as long as they can. Um, but let's be honest, like Mind Freak are obviously going to play whoever Tate and Minds I believe uh, for if to requalify, which is kind of a given uh, to a certain extent. Other than the fact that they have to play each other, so it'll be interesting. But that's that's relegation. We don't need to talk about that. But this is week one of the CWL. Um, Envy, Splice, Mind Freak, Cloud9. Catch obviously all the action on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, all times. I think they've released a schedule. I haven't actually got it personally to show you guys, but um, it'll probably be like a late start Friday. Then Saturday it'll be 
probably like late morning, I would have thought, any time. Um, and then we'll find out. And again, the weird thing about the way they're setting this up is we'll know by Sunday the relegated team before like any of the other weeks have started, which is the crazy thing. So, uh, But I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I think it's a really cool idea that they're bringing in Karma uh, as a pro analyst and a different one every wait. week. It's going like, he, <laughs> to be interesting to see what he says, to say the least. He's really professional. I'm going to be surprised. Uh, if it gets into like the late night, it's on Sunday, and they're they're asking for the last match. He's going to give you that dazed look <laughs> and that tired voice. Right, stop stop asking these questions. Random like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be interesting. But um, just before we end out tonight's show, um, uh, uh, well, there's two one quick thing to talk about, then one thing that we can go into a little bit. Um, there's been one roster change, or more of like a team shifting completely, which is uh, set to destroy his roster going over to Allegiance. Uh, obviously, that's the battle for uh, getting into relegation, uh, which is most notable. Um, and then something that you actually brought up, Alex, was that there's been uh, a patch today, which has brought a very interesting change um, in terms of banning suppressors suppressors from in all guns in CWL, which is a bit weird because from my knowledge not many people use a suppressor whatsoever so i'm not sure if the pros have been asking for that or that's something i'm not really sure the logic behind that but either way that's the decision they've made um hopefully we'll get some sort of follow-up i know people have already been asking um so it makes no sense but just before we end out tonight's show um going back to it know the pro this week it, this is your clue um obviously tweet us if you don't have like a youtube account or anything you're more than welcome to or obviously uh leave it in the chat put it on youtube comments whatever it be um yes it will be on mlg.tv i believe uh jimmy and it hopefully will be on twitch we haven't really actually got much of a uh a streaming schedule um but it'll definitely be on mlg.tv potentially on twitch but there might be a delay because they're a bit awkward about that so yeah it is what it is. But anyway, Alex, I'm going to hand it over to you uh, to say your last final words for episode 56. 56, Alex. Just put that in your head. Okay, so thank you guys for watching. <laughs> I had it on you, my mic there. But uh, okay, basically, I um, just want to give a shout out to Sleepy and Jimmy in the chat. If you guys want your name said again and again in a video that brings up probably like 150 or 200 views in total, obviously that'd be. <laughs> Mostly Tommy's. And um yeah, just come in the chat. We'll probably say your name if you answer if you ask us. Uh that sounds really wrong. Question. We'll say we'll say, come come to our stream, we'll say your yeah. name a lot. Like I meant it, man. What, what, I totally what, what, what kind of show are we running here, Alex? <laughs> I think we need to question that. But, <laughs> but no, thank you so much guys for obviously tuning in. Um this this show has been it's been average. It's been average. You know, there hasn't been too much to talk about. There hasn't been any too much gossip, but we have obviously had uh, one amazing event and one obviously coming up. Um, and I can only echo what Alex said in terms of Sleepy and Jimmy. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, and being with us throughout. Um, obviously, it will be up on iTunes and YouTube as always. You're probably already listening or watching on that anyway. Um, but thank you so much, guys. Um, and we'll obviously see you next week recapping week one of the Global Pro League and any other news stories that come up during the week. So uh, tune in as always next week 6 p.m eastern and 11 p.m e uh e where am i going with the e uh bst i meant to say so thank you so much guys um and have a lovely evening day or whatever time you are listening to this uh good night from us though